I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, family? This is the Playmaker Podcast, episode 34. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. I was just about to say a whole different name. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something. You need I'm help the kid of oh. Thomas, but I was about to say something totally different, like a nickname that I gave myself. P.S. You can't give yourself a nickname. Mm, totally different. <laughs> I said that all wrong. But um, what's been going on, Keita? What's good? I, I see you uh, back to Jory life, you know. Okay, guys. Us. All right. True story. I was a temporary Apple person. I got too hype. I got the phone and the watch. But then the phone broke, so then I had to go back to my roots. My roots being Android. And I know all my friends with iPhones are very disappointed. The text don't flow the same. I'm not in the group chats no more. But I had to come back to where I belong. Besides that, I've been wilding, spending wise. Y'all know I'd be good with my money, but mm-mm, I don't know. Something ain't right. I've been treating myself a little too much. You could treat yourself. You just got to put it in your budget. So I told Ridge off air that I just got to talk to my my uh, financial us. I don't even, she don't know this, but Leah, she's my financial advisor. She don't know though, but because I've been off, I done. I done bought clothes and headphones and all type of stuff. Like, sis, what about your budget? So, besides that, I've been okay. Working too hard. What about you? You know, I've been growing my hair out. Okay. Um, That's how you feel? Yeah. I haven't cut my hair for about... This is so irrelevant, but I haven't cut (laughs) my hair for about three months, you know? So, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking to get braids. Not really, but that's my plan. Mm -hmm. Leah Leah doesn't want me to, but... um, Yeah, that's... AI, yeah, but uh, I, I was AI for Halloween, if y'all know. But um, yeah, I won't be doing much. I'll be trying to make this podcast something great. Um, your live booming too. My live not booming. If y'all got questions, let me know. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. You know, trying to make this podcast great. Try to see what people interested in besides the sports that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's what I've been doing. So I also let's start here. I uh, asked a question on my Instagram. You I was, did. People be they do respond. Many questions actually. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start off with this. I'm gonna ask you. So, uh, what would you tell your younger self, knowing what you know now? Wow. What would I tell my younger self? Start being off a, with a banger. Being a class clown gets you nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Being a class clown gets you nowhere. Um, being so hyped to be. A jokester, I honestly think cost me in the long run because I'm a really smart person once I like dive in and be focused and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm telling you, when you just so hyped with like getting people laughing and joking, you could lose your focus on something. So I definitely would tell myself like, you don't have to necessarily be the class clown. You could focus um, because if I would have focused more in high school, I would have definitely been able to make smarter decisions when it came to college and stuff like that. So if I could tell my younger self, just be smarter about the decisions you make about being a class clown and stuff like that. I still overall would have been funny, but I wouldn't have been like over the top. Because I was just, that was just me. I'm just an over the top person. But I think I would have just like toned it down a little bit, knowing that 
my education is so important for me in the future. You know, so that's probably one thing I would tell my younger self. What about you? So there's many things I would tell myself. You act like you're like 60. <sighs> you got to think back so far. We not that old. You be trying to say old enough. Old the... I'm not about to do this with you. I ain't about to tell your age, but old enough. You older than me, but I ain't say that. But um, to piggyback real quick off your, yours about education, I think in high school it was so easy to where I didn't really study or take it seriously, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and I still had a good GPA, but um, if I took it more serious, I think I could have got more scholarships for academics. Like, I realize now there's so many academic scholarships mm-hmm. you can get. Yeah. I wish I took that more serious than, obviously, I love sports and I was hoping for and pursuing a basketball scholarship, which mm-hmm. didn't happen. And everything happens for a reason, but um, and I'm short, but that doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wish I took it more seriously. And also in college, mm-hmm. my first semester, I don't know if I told the story before, but um, first semester I was freshman on the co- college basketball team, mm-hmm. six man, you know, okay. getting on minutes. Okay. Second semester of college wasn't the sixth man, was about the eleventh man for some reason. Um, then I stopped going to classes. I I started. You know, you know, doing real bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, living that college life, if if I can say that. But um, and my GPA went down. I was ineligible my sophomore year, well, my second year, because uh, grade wise and credit wise, I wasn't really a sophomore. But uh, yeah, so just grades and uh, just taking education more seriously. And now doing this podcast and like knowing what my I guess purpose is mm-hmm. and what I want to do I wish I start started this out earlier in college I, I didn't start to my last year in college so mm-hmm. I just wish I pursued this earlier but mm-hmm. better late than never someone said yeah I agree yeah the education thing is very important with what would you tell your younger self because everything else I feel like I was good at like my confidence all that I was good because I played ball all my life so you, basketball helps you with that. You know what I'm saying? But education-wise, like, I think I look at myself now like, man, I'm super, like, smart. Like, when I apply myself, I'm not the type of person that could just go in class and, okay, I got it, test next week. No, I really got to prepare. And that's okay if you're the type of person that got to do that. But, yeah, I should have been way more focused on the task at hand. But like you said, now that we had this podcast, now all this trial and tribulation that I went to pertain to education and stuff like that, I could tell somebody, like, hey, you can go to school and pay for it yourself. And you got to think education is, is is important, but it's not necessarily what you have to do. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to take up a trade, those are all other options. And I feel like when we were in high school, those they didn't really make the trades an option. Because mm-hmm. people who have trades and have their own businesses and make a lot of money and don't have to be at a nine to five all day. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I would have did more research into what I really wanted to do with my life Instead of just them four years went by so fast, I looked up. I was a senior. I'm like, what? A, what am I gonna do? I just was applying to colleges. I was just frantic because the years went by so fast. You live and you learn. Yeah, definitely learned a lot. And with these lessons, we can tell the younger generation what to do. Oh yeah. We always talk about this: what to do, what not mm-hmm. to do, what to look out for, what yep. to apply for, what you. Just give them motivation and yeah, if inspiration. If you're a youth and you listen to our podcast, we definitely trying to just give you as much free game as possible because at the end of the day, we didn't have anybody to give it to us. You got to think some of our parents didn't go to college or some, and then their parents didn't go. It's like a domino effect. So, okay, I'm college educated. What did I learn from that? Okay, I, learned I ain't learning a damn thing. Sorry. I didn't, pertaining to education part is what you is what you put out is mm-hmm, what you mm-hmm. is the the effort you put into college is my is my humble opinion. Do I necessarily think you need a degree? Hey, that's to each his own. Do I I don't regret going to college. I regret being naive about how much college costs, naive about what debt was, et cetera, et cetera. But after I the pity party of debt, I am proud of myself. It's a big accomplishment. But I do need the youth to know that there's ways to go to college and debt is not the way because you're putting yourself so far behind the curve of anything you want to do in life, buying a home. Um, starting a business, just debt, all that is just like unnecessary. So it's ways for you to go to college without debt. Your scholarship offers that for everything you can imagine. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing I think I would tell my younger self. Um, yeah, it is definitely the education. 
A show for show. Education? Yeah, yeah, a lot of boom. This is not though. It is. My boy uh Vanilla Bean trying to join us, but he playing around. But uh Yeah, man, it was it was a lot of feedback on the Instagram page where they answered the questions. Yeah, for sure. A lot were about like reading more, uh I, f- I forget all of them, and I'll go back to them. But um, it was a bunch of good ones. I'm glad people interacted because that's that's what a we, good question. That's what we and I ain't gonna lie, I stole it from uh Keisha, you know, fan favorite. I saw oh, yeah, it on her Facebook. She, I'm like, oh, I this would be a good London, one. So big she, shout out she to around the world. Yeah, you know, I call her international fan favorite. That's the reason. Shout out to her though. Yeah, yeah I had to borrow question. that. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> We're family. Yeah. So what, what else you want to talk about? Your boy Mello is back. Mm. Mella? Yes. Yes, he is. It's it's been a long time coming. He's a professional scorer, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. he just needed a shot. Like he it can was, score. It like, weird. It's like I, riding a bike. Yeah, I think the dynamic just it just came off so weird to me that like, okay. The stuff they were saying, why Mello wasn't in the league, I'm like, hmm, okay. But you have other people in the league that I don't feel is better than him, so eh. It was to each his own, but I'm glad he got another shot. Um, I think the Trailblazers is a good look for him. Um, I can't wait to see his dynamic with Dame mm-hmm. uh, when Dame comes back. But yeah, I think I think it is. I think it is very good that he's back. I know a lot of people are excited. A lot of um, uh, mellow fans. There's a lot of mellow fans. So yeah, I'm happy because at the end of the day. He shouldn't have been out of the league in the first place. I think the narrative was spent in a certain way, but I'm glad he's back, and I hope he continues success with the Trailblazers. But it's going to be definitely interesting to see him get his legs under him and y'all see the score that he is, and he still is, even at 35. Yeah, I, I told you before and when we before we started, like, I'm just, I'm happy he's back, but I wish Dame was healthy mm-hmm. and was playing right from the start. Now... He's playing. Melo has to be a scorer, more than a scorer than he would be when Dame is there. He has to take those 15 to 20 shots yeah. with just him and CJ because, let's be honest, nobody on the Trailblazers can create on their own like they can. Mm-hmm. So when Dame comes back, it's going to make it easier for Melo, I hope. And yeah. I'm pretty sure it will. So you got Melo, I mean, you got Dame and CJ mm-hmm. doing most of the scoring and, and ball handling. Then, when you help off them, they kicking it to Melo. Yep. Now it's easier shots. He doesn't have to create as much as he uh, is now these first two games because, let's be honest, he, if he can get more open shots, he's going to be a much better player. And a much better asset to the players. At his yeah. age. Like, yeah, I agree. Right now, people saying, uh, they always talk about this plus minus thing. I don't know if you ever see it like, Oh, he's plus. He, he's plus this. He's minus it's this always, when he's on the court. It's always this. It's always this. It's be those people who don't never hoot that say those type type the of plus stats. minus. It's cat because at the end of the day, like you, we could do the plus minus of all the super, a lot of superstar players, and you'd be so shocked. You know what I'm saying? So the plus minus, it is what it is. But Melo, like you said, I I thought that his shot in OKC, I thought he would get more open looks there as well, but. Mm things change, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like you said, the open looks would be very, very uh, clutch in that situation with him being on the Trailblazers because he won't – nobody's expecting Melo to carry no team. That's not – That's not the, where he at. But they him. made the whole dialogue about Melo not being in the league. They made it seem like in Melo's head he thinks he's the Melo from Denver Nuggets, and he never – he doesn't think that. But they made the narrative think that he's – in his mind, he feel like he's still a superstar. No, he feel like he's still a good enough player to play in the league. Y'all spun the narrative because he said he didn't want to come off the bench. I'm coming up with Anthony. I shouldn't have to come off the bench. I think the where the disconnect was was we don't know what went on in those meetings, but like for the Thunder, let's talk about the Thunder. Who knows what the coach said or the owner said to Melo about what his role would be. Correct. So if you're telling him his role is to be a starter and you do you. You be mm-hmm. the Melo that we all know you to Correct. be. So that's what he did. And it's never been a real reason of why these teams cut Melo. <laughs> then you go to the Houston Rockets. They were already going through something. Already going through something. 
who knows what y'all said his role would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mello was on a show on ESPN with Stephen A. And he said, the, I just want the coaches or the owners to be transparent on what my role would be. If you don't tell him what his role would be, he's. I'm pretty sure he's going to thinking like, I'm going to be the mellow that I've always been. I'm right. going to score. I'm going to post up. I'm going to isolate. Yeah. And boom. So, and like I said, there's never been a real reason of why they let him go. <laughs> and he was only on the Rockets for 10 games. It was a 10-game trial for him. And he didn't do that bad. But, yeah, the Rockets again, had, those plus minuses. The Rockets had other alternative motives. They were going through something. The Rockets was like... Isn't this was after the year they went to the Western Conference Finals, correct? So, yeah, mm-hmm. they was like, they was on some other type of high. And then when that balloon burst and you realize, like, man, we're not the same team we were last year. We need a scapegoat. Ding, 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 ding. The NBA scapegoat, Carmelo Anthony. So, yeah, it's all cap com- pertaining to what they thought about Melo and what they thought about uh, his contributions. You didn't even give him enough time to even, you know. So, and now look at the Rockets. They're winning, but they're not going to win a championship with that system. I, you know, I know. Dribble, 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 one on one. It's crazy that I said get rid of the coach, but <laughs> it's they have a team built for in an offense built for the regular season. It's always that's always the case with the Rockets. Like, and then James Harden doesn't he don't play like that in the playoffs for some reason. One. Actually, he, he kind of does play the same way, in my opinion. Yeah. But I he doesn't get those same foul calls in the playoffs. He the same foul calls, and, and the defense fun. is more more hollowed on. And the regular season, I'm not about – let's be honest. A lot of the teams, like, we don't have to necessarily triple, double-team James Harden in the regular season. We can just leave all that in the playoffs and try to beat them down throughout a playoff series, which works when you're that player that has the ball constantly. You're going to the basket. You're dribbling. You step back. Mm-hmm. Um, do I necessarily like to watch it? It's cool. It's entertaining. It's very entertaining. Um, but like I said, like a lot of other NBA great said, you were never going to win a championship playing like that. So at the end of the day, he could put up all the numbers you want, but how far are they going to get in the playoffs? Round one, round two, Western Conference Finals. It's Western Conference Finals are bust for the coach and for Russ, I feel like. Because I feel like they'll use him as a scapegoat too. No one's safe but James Harden. Mm-hmm. You're, you're only as safe as the superstar player, and the superstar player is James Harden. So... If this ship goes down, they're only taking the people that they know they can, that they can throw the life jacket to. It's one life jacket. It's going to James Harden. The coach sinking, um, PJ Alden, y'all sinking. They only giving it to James. Like at the end of the day, he's the superstar player. So it's fun to watch, but it's just you know when the playoff time comes, we already kind of know the outcome. Yeah, and for record, she said ship, not sh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ship. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, For sure. Let's keep it in the NBA real quick before we switch over to the NFL and then more current event topics, you know. Uh, NFL. Last week, was it? Or two weeks ago? Whenever it was. Steelers and the Browns played. Mm. Um, it was a it was a, a scuffle at the end of the game. It was probably like three seconds left, which I don't get why they were even doing it. Browns are winning by they, a good they, amount. They don't kneel no more? Well, it probably was 10 seconds. Let me say 10 okay, seconds. They still don't it was Steelers' ball. Who won that game? It was the still, Browns won. Yeah, it was Steelers' ball. They were still running plays. So they, yeah. Oh, the Steelers was getting blown out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm still kneeling the game. And they, I don't know what they were doing. It but, was left quick. But, um, so it was a play. Rudolph, their Steelers quarterback, got sacked. Um, by Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't a sack. He just got hit. And they were scuffling on the ground. In my opinion, this is what I saw. Mm-hmm. This is how I looked at it. Um, Rudolph. Hit him. Rudolph tried to take off Garrett's helmet, but was unsuccessful. That's what I'm seeing when mm-hmm. I saw the highlights. Okay. And I watched the game. But um, then Garrett got felt some type of way and actually succeeded in taking his helmet off. Mm-hmm. What was wrong? And I, he's he, Garrett is has been saying it for for the past week. Like he was wrong for the way he reacted, basically on hitting the quarterback in the head with the helmet. Yes. That was out of control. Yes, but as a coworker of mine has said to me, you can't. You can, but it's like how can you? It's hard to get mad at someone's reaction. But when it's extreme, you can you can place blame. I I, I, mm-hmm. I understand that. But um, 
from the outside looking in, I'm like, what triggered them? Because I'm not a person that gets upset a lot. But when I'm to that point, something triggered me to get there. I just didn't like, all right, today I'm going to wake up and I'm going to just smack somebody in the face. Like, no, I'm not the type of person. It takes a lot to trigger me to get that upset. And then at, at the end of the day, I try to, I'm not even going to get to that point. It's no, it's no use. Um, so... I'm like, well, something said, like you rewatch the video multiple times. And of course you can't hear audio, but you try to look at people's body language. and You try to look at what's going on. Like if somebody says something disrespectful to you, you can kind of see in somebody's body language. Like, all right, it's go time. Like we still don't know. Did he say, did the, did the quarterback Rudolph say something disrespectful to Garrett? Or was it just, it just got blown out of proportion. We all been there where you just like, I know you ain't just trying to disrespect me, and you just try to get back at the person, but you you just go above overboard. So, I think he sat down with the NFL and he told the NFL that he said a racial slur, but his team isn't backing him. His team said he never told them that the guy said a racial. I'm like, man, what kind of? Yeah, he making himself look worse, and he waited so long to even mention that. I thought that's what when I first seen him, like, all right. He says something, and your perfect opportunity is in a locker room when they come and talk to you to say, yeah, he said a racial slur. You don't wait till you go meet with the commissioner. That makes it seem like you made it up. And I think, I don't even think he said it in their meeting. He said it like a day later when the they ruled him suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Then he made that statement like, yeah, he said a racial slur and whatever else he said. But Garrett was wrong. Very wrong for even for hitting him in the head, but we can't good. let Rudolph fly by without some blame. No, he has to, yes. And I feel like, yeah, a lot of people are not saying anything about him, but he did try to grab the man's helmet, you know, and the man just reacted. Yes, he overreacted. We yeah. understand that. That is that is something clear that we understand, and we are definitely holding him accountable. But both parties need to be held accountable, even if you hold one party more accountable that's fine but both parties need to be held accountable because if 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 he didn't pull his helmet then who knows if it would have spiraled in that type of direction it has spiraled in so um i think the nfl is already a violent sport not saying that i'm not a fan of the nfl guys but i'm just saying the nfl is already a violent sport i'm not promoting that these guys fight and get and it's already violent these, these guys are already putting their lives on the line for the game that they love so i'm not promoting fighting or violence or anything of that sort. What I'm saying is both parties need to be held accountable and he should have been disciplined as well. But I think because their reaction was so over the top that it was just going to get glared. It was just going to, they wasn't even going to see what Rudolph did at all. He didn't deserve that and it could have went bad. I'm so thankful that it didn't go bad. Could have hit that man with the wrong part of that helmet. It could have just went horrible. So... That's just tough. I don't I don't I don't promote that. There's no need for that. Yeah. It is what it is though. Like I'm a Cowboys fan, so I it was crazy. I don't even know why I mentioned I'm a Cowboys you fan. Always cause y'all already know. Cowboys, but but you're my, so hyped. To, why are you to our new listeners, they don't want to hear that. America's you're so team. We play hyped. Patriots, about to get this dub. About to get blown out. <laughs> mm. Period. Mm. Anyway. anyway. I'm gonna mention the Cowboys for what? We talking about a whole different topic. <laughs> so hyped to mention them. So but it was on the same field with the you know football. Well, all right, did the Cowboys? Did they play? Play one. When did y'all play last? Last week we played. Last y'all week. won. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about y'all? Y'all won. Who? Eagles. Who? Mm. We going through time. Okay. Thank you. You're so respectful of my team, and I appreciate that. You're so respectful. Before we get off this sports, though, I forgot to mention. Lakers. 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 <laughs> look good. Look good. Look good. I'm going to pull y'all schedule up because that's petty. Mm, you, what you saying? Like, we I'm not saying nobody? anything. I'm just saying I'm not going to pull y'all schedule up because that's being petty. You can take it how you would like. I feel offended. I think. Should, okay. All right. <laughs> All right now, I'm not saying y'all didn't play nobody. I said, should I pull up your schedule? Nah, it's not worth it. There's no need for that. Okay, We're 13 and 2, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Y'all lost 30. to the Clippers and who else? Clippers first game, which we already talked about in the past mm-hmm. episode. You know, click click on it. I think it was episode 31, 30, maybe. Something so like check it. it out, you know, when y'all get a chance. But um, first game, win or lose, I didn't expect anything. I just that's a game where you like you trying to get to know each other. 
Who else we lost to? <laughs> Toronto Raptors. They're surprising. But we'll talk about that later. What episode I told y'all that y'all can find it. I, I kind of you know said? what I'm talking about. I said the Raptors were going to mm. be fine with Oklahoma. You did and say I, you And did. I said Siakam was going to do what? Emerge. I don't. Guys. My guy Mel's calls him Baby Katie. Now, I think that's a little extreme, but he's he's making his I way. I think he's. Um, uh, uh, I Mel, <laughs> I agree with you in this sense. Defensively, he he's a really good defender. I think he's more. Um, how can I say this? More gung ho to like rebound and defend. Like, not saying mm-hmm. Katie isn't, but he's so young and active. Like, he's more of an active, like a Katie. He's like a younger Katie. If Katie had to play defense and do all that, if he wasn't the scorer that he is today, mm-hmm. so I would agree with that. Like, a, yes, he, and is he showing it on the Raptors? Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this. I know. I say. I said what I said. Mm. Yeah, so back to the Lakers. I don't even know why I brought up the Raptors, but back to the Lakers. We're looking good, mm-hmm. playing good defense. I think we're number one in the in the uh, league in defensive rating. Okay, whatever that means. Um, LeBron is looking fresh and healthy. Uh, triple double versus every team in the NBA. Shout out to Bron. It was Washington. Westbrook before he left OKC, so now Westbrook got to get one against OKC, so he'll probably be second. But, um, he said that he was the Wash King. This is what they said. That's what he said. Nobody really said that. Actually, people did say that. But um, is that the same as giving yourself a nickname when you like coin something that nobody yeah, yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just it's all about it's all about the story and the storyline, you know. It's, and it's going well. Like, what right if now. I coin myself Fat Keita? Like nobody ever called you Fat Keita. Like, but when I'm picture of Fat Keita, hashtag. Fat Keita hashtag. Like, nobody called you that. Hey. Short reg. Actually, people do call me that. So, never mind. <laughs> You're yeah. not short. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Lakers looking good. LeBron mm-hmm. looking good. AD looking good. He Danny Green. He's never really. Oh, he's never healthy. And they drug tested him right after, which is crazy. Uh, it's, uh, the drug testing and the NBA thing is two separate so it wasn't the NBA exactly, but I see. Still got saying. like still got drugs. my man can't. He's six four, maybe six five. He can't go up and dunk the ball. Like I, I know mean, he's he older. How many dunks have Danny Green dunked in his career? Exactly. He probably gets two a year. Call it a body. Mm, I'm yeah. trying to think who else dunked it. I was dang. I can't think of them right now. But yeah, he got a body. But yeah, like you're speaking on the Lakers. Um, they're too good. For me to go to a game, so just to put that out there, but um, <laughs> tickets are gonna be very expensive, and it's LeBron, so um, but yeah, the Lakers are very impressive, but it's early in the season, you know me, I'm more of a playoff gal. The regular <laughs> season, I try to gauge as much as I can, um, as much as I can from the player, but at this point, I feel like we know these players, we know what they're capable of, we know what they ain't gonna do, we know what we, I feel like we know what these players are gonna do. I low key just want to fast forward to the playoffs in my in my humble opinion. The the, the regular season is like, huh? <laughs> like, why are we here? This regular season, I get what you're saying, but this is a more competitive season, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the East has a, a legit five teams that are good in the East. And then mm-hmm. the West, you know how the West go. Um I would say a good legitimate five on both sides, but it's mm-hmm. a legitimate probably four or five teams that could I think can actually win the championship, mm-hmm. which is Lakers, Clippers, um, I'll throw the Bucks in there, mm-hmm. Sixes if they're healthy, and Ben starts shooting at least one three a game. He uh, he made one first career, yeah, yeah. and it looks smooth. I think he just needs <laughs> to shoot some, but um. That's four. Who else can I throw in there? Who I'm missing? You said Bucks. I said Bucks, Sixers, Lakers, Clippers. I just like the number five, so I wanted one more. But that's the four. Don't sleep on. um, Don't sleep on the Dallas Mavericks. I'm I'm sleeping. Don't sleep on. As far as like championship, not championship, uh, but just I'm talking about just like overall. They're gonna be okay. They got a great coach. Yeah. One two punch. Porzingis has got to be more consistent, but yeah, he's getting his legs back. This is what, what this is his first season back, right? From the injury. Mm-hmm. He he was out the same amount of time as Melo, but he was rehabbing an injury. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
two-headed monster. Yeah, I, I give them a couple years. You're going to definitely see um, both of them uh, do some work for the uh, the Mavs in the uh, non-Dirk era. Is, is Dirk still? He retired, right? Yeah, he retired. Okay. I, I said non-dirt, but I'm like, did he retire? I thought it was Vince. Vince? I think they forced him out, but we can talk about that. It ain't a time. force. What, he 40? He still wanted to play. He wanted a check, right? <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? He made enough money. Nah. Mm-mm. My bad. I'm on Instagram right now. Look, my, oh, guy Ryan, my guy Ryan underscore, <laughs> underscore Stokeland. He gonna say, I'm gonna tell my kids this was Gerald McKnight. But look at this picture. If you, you don't know him, so it might not be as funny to you, but he got his beard blackened. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Ryan like that. Shout out to Ryan. That, he's that a picture is he did right trash. Now. And he's a Kobe fan, so you already know. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, he always trash. does my support. Don't do that. And he he, <laughs> he came to our little like award show looking like this. But yeah, shout out to Ryan for that. Facts. That's terrible. But, um,. What else we got? Did you hear about the NCAA um, oh, spending a guy? James Wiseman yeah. from Memphis. And Did they say, oh, is the reason, do you know the reason why? So he took, so his coach at Memphis now was his, like he knew him, Penny Hardaway. Penny, yeah, okay. He was his coach back in the day. He knew the family. So he moved James Wiseman, the player, and his family, I forget where, I want to say Florida, but um, moved them back when he was younger. That that was the offense. So now he's been suspended. I think eleven games, twelve games. I think eleven games. Wow. Um, and he has to pay eleven eleven thousand five hundred to a charity of his choice. Let's who's, remember. Who's let's a re- player that don't let, get paid. Exactly. <laughs> let's remember. He's a student Athlete. that doesn't get paid. Yes, I work at a job. And y'all want him to pay eleven thousand five hundred? He might as well find another booster then. Don't NCAA, make sense. NCAA is weird. It's very weird. It's all about them. It's it's not about the kid. Most selfish organization I ever. Ugh, I didn't even. I can't even believe I was a part of the NCAA at one point. But you love the game so much that you don't even think. Sometimes you don't even think about that part. Like my coach is really coaching, and his life has changed, <laughs> and I'm really playing, mm-hmm. and my life the same. That that that's that's mistaken bars, but. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> I do a little bit. I try to tell y'all. Um, but yeah, like that just that just dawned on me. Like, wow, like I'm running this suicide. I don't know if y'all play ball, but suicides or whatever these fifty fives we used to I used to run back in my day. And I'm like I'm struggling. I ain't got no money in my account. I'm running, I'm hustling, I'm in school, I'm playing ball. My coach is set for life. Like that that just rubbed me the wrong way now that I'm older, like I really sacrificed a lot to be a student athlete. I, I know I know the NCAA has like, you know, rules and regulations that players are supposed to abide by. The and lines whatnot. get blurred in my But mind. like, are y'all for the kid or <laughs> are like what are you what is your mission? Like that was way back when. Like mm-hmm. I he's he's a great player, but who knew like did y'all know he was going to be this good back then? Probably no, not. Probably not. But now y'all going back in the archives. Way back. Yeah. What what job? Normal jobs go back, what, five to ten years? This kid, what, 19? You going to go back more than ten years of his life? Oh, wait. Excuse me. Not job. I mean, uh, labor. I don't even know what the call is. But like, it's not a job because these kids are not getting paid. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry to that, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he going to be a lottery pick. So, he he's going to be good, but it's just a, a, a bad situation that he's in. Like, and you wonder why these kids be like, I'm just going to go overseas. I'm going to hire a trainer. Yeah. Or like, it's, like, at some point, these kids are going to realize they don't have to go to these schools. Especially the top not the top players. Ones, yeah, like, oh, bet. I done talked to three, four NBA scouts. Oh, I'm NCAA out about to be watered down <laughs> if they don't do something right. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, like... At the end of the day, I'm 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 a number five star recruit, whatever. I'm like, mm. oh, I ain't gotta go here. I can get an internship with somebody and train with a professional trainer. Not them, not them trainers y'all be seeing online. I'm talking about real professional trainers. They ain't gotta post all their videos on IG. But yeah, I could train with a professional trainer. I could work out with NBA players in the summertime and with no problems. Oh. Mm. Hmm, this seems pretty good. <laughs> hmm. 
Shout out to the real trainers, though. Yeah, no shade, but I don't know. There's a lot of fake trainers. My dad was my trainer. Shout out to my guy, Workhorse Academy, out in, uh, I don't want to get where he at wrong, but Workhorse Academy, he's a trainer. He was, he went to Niagara. Um, Why you gotta say Niagara like that? Because you know how to pronounce it, little kid? <laughs> Niagara. But he had trained out of uh, Pennsylvania, King of Pressure. Like, he wanted to, he, he's a real trainer in my, in my eyes, from what I see. And, like, he supports us, so I'm gonna support him. You know how that Facts. goes. Y'all already know. If y'all, if y'all really bold is life, like y'all say, because y'all kids ain't like us growing up. I used to be bowling every day. <laughs> Y'all are different now, but if y'all really say ball is life, hit, hit that man I'm up. still ball is life on 2K, but, you know, hit me up. Like R- I said. R.D. Coleman, PS4. That's how you... I, I don't have a PlayStation 4. <laughs> Quick story. Um, we got played, time. Go played 2K. Um, I played 2K too realistic for my game in real life, if that makes any sense. So I'm passing. I'm laying. I don't know how to shoot threes. So, at one point, I was doing okay, then boom, I was getting blown out by 30. So, more of the story is, ladies, if you don't know how to play, your man will play you and blow you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, remorse. no remorse. I'm good at man. I can play man, but 2K, I don't know how to shoot threes. So, mm-hmm. I know how to dunk, lay it up, but my shooting is all. Oh, you like Ben Simmons? He made a three, his first three. I don't know. And they, mm-mm-mm. you could bet on anything. I was on Instagram, People could, you could bet on that. I'm into that game. That's not going to get me out of debt. I'm not going to get there. Betting is not going to get y'all out of debt, okay? Keep your money to yourself. Save. Period. What else we got, Keila? Any What's shows going on? Current events. Oh, what you mean? Shows like on TV or Power Netflix? Over, ain't power over. Yeah. Dang, power over. Got to find something new on uh, Sundays. But, um... That's true. I told y'all about my Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. I got a new one, though. Atypical. It's about a kid... Who's on a spectrum of having autism, but it's very funny. He's very honest. Not funny because he has autism, but it's it's just it's an honest show. He he doesn't lie. I think it pertains to life. I looked at it as life, like a life lesson. Like if if we can be honest as the kid's name is Sam, if we can be honest as Sam, Sam, the the world would be so much. Do you think people can handle that? Type no, of they can't. But if everybody did it, it was like, oh, you don't take it as personal because everybody's that's how everybody acts. <laughs> Yo, check it out though. It's so good. That would be an extreme. I think that would be pretty dope though. Like, I'm trying to think of a specific. A like, uh, couldn't pronounce it. Be honest all the time. I feel like that's everyone's goal to be honest all the time. But I should have been honest at work. My coworker was singing. I was just like, mm, how do you tell somebody to shut up in a nice way? She was singing. I'm like, I'm like, I can't. I was covering my ears. I was trying to do everything possible. To and my guy Sam's. Uh, voice you're bad you need to stop mm. that's something he would say like mm. no remorse he's just he's just being him i like but, that yeah check it out just first episode get you what about disney in. plus drop what you think mm, about not, that? I, you're a disney fan at all no yeah me <laughs> in my head i was thinking like dang i wish i had some royalty money or something i wish i would have thought of it that's the only thing i thought about when people be dropping stuff mm-hmm. streaming stuff in my head i'm like man i wish i would have invested in that Cause that's buku money. It ain't even just for the parents. I mean, for the kids, it's for the parents too. All them kids shows on there, but I never, like I said, guys, I don't really watch that much TV, so I ain't got really no streaming stuff because I don't really watch nothing. What else have I been? Mm. Nope, I haven't really been watching anything. Chris, uh, Thanksgiving coming up though. Thanksgiving is coming up. So what you thankful for? Cause next episode will be after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? Thanksgiving is Wednesday? Yeah. So it'll be no, after. No, Thanksgiving Thursday. It's still after, you know. Yeah, because mm. Black Friday, mm. we'll, be, we'll mm. do episode after that. Mm. Yeah. You gonna, you gonna, we'll still do one. Yeah. Um, What am I What you thankful for? for wow, kid? that's a good question. Thank that you. That is a mm-hmm. good question. It was very right organic, now. and it came from me, not from anyone else. It's not a <laughs> cliche question, you know? But go ahead. What am I thankful for? Wow. I am thankful for... God, number one, of course. But I'm mm. thankful for growth. Okay. I'm thankful for um, learning to have boundaries in my life c- pertaining to all relationships. Um, I'm thankful um, to have a, a job, even though it's not the job that I want right now. I'm thankful that I have it because at the end of the day, you still got to survive out here. You still have to uh, 
pay bills and, and be responsible. Uh, I'm also thankful for my family, my friends. Um, and I'm just thankful for life in general. I think sometimes um, as humans, we get so in a rush with everything. Like we running 24-7 work, school, uh, your kids, your family, your significant other that you forget that would be thankful for you. Uh, take care of yourself. Self-care is very important. Um, and it's not just going to the spa. It's also mentally being uh, taking care of yourself, like reading or just like just checking out, not being on your phone so much, just understanding that who am I? Like, really, honestly, who am I? Like, when was the last time you guys looked in the mirror and was like, man, I really like you. Like, you're really an awesome person. Not in a crazy way, like you're talking to yourself. Like, I tell myself all the time, girl, you're looking good, period. <laughs> so that's basically, I'm thankful for everything, all in those realms of family, uh, my Lord and Savior, my career, um, where I feel like my career is going, and just bossing up in general. So that's probably what I'm most thankful for. That's amazing. That was amazing. Answer the class. Um... I'm thankful for many things. I'm not going to name them all, but I'm thankful for family, of course, friends, um, my girlfriend, Leah. But I, during this season, I guess I'm really thankful for all the, the supporters that listen to our podcast, who mm -hmm. oh, yeah. share our podcast, who tell other people it. about our podcast. Just the genuine love that we get from whoever it is. Um that's what I'm really thankful for because that that's what keeps me, you know, motivated and inspired to keep progressing with this and making it better um, and something that we wouldn't imagine it would take us or couldn't imagine it would take us. And we're working towards that. So by you guys listening, by you guys commenting, by you guys subscribing, all that good stuff, we, we just appreciate that. Mm, and that's what... Definitely. I'm thankful for it. That's what we're thankful for. And um, that's just during this season. That's the main thing. Besides the family, friends, and my girlfriend. Like, and my dog. I can't forget about these. But um, <laughs> that's the main thing I'm, I'm thankful for. Because, let's be honest. If no one was listening, maybe I will still do it. But, like, I see people listening. And I, I keep track of the analytics and whatnot. Um, but as long as we can impact somebody or anybody, like w one person is good for me. Like if one person is a, a loyal listener and they listen every to every episode every week, that's telling me like that one person can turn into two and two to four exactly. and you get it on and on. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm thankful for, Kitty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know why I just said that like that. It it sounded better in my head, but it's there. Um. Send prayers out for me, guys, that hopefully I'd be on a list to go to work early and then I can get home with my family. If not, I will be at work on Thanksgiving. So I just sent out the family text, like, can somebody put a plate up for me? But as you guys know, black families do better. Put your family members that can't make it a plate up. Wrap it up and put it in the oven. Okay? Have it ready for them. That's all I'm asking for. I'm just ready for the food. Mm. I can already see the macaroni and the yams matching up. Oh my God. Mm -mm -mm. My heart just smiled. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> I'm so thankful for Thanksgiving. Mm -mm -mm. Besides the family stuff, but the food, Lord. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I got three houses to go to, I think. Mm -mm -mm. But I, I don't ever eat at all three houses. Okay. Sorry to you. <laughs> mm -mm. Maybe I'll do that this year. Put that on my to-do list. Um, but yeah, that's what we're thankful for. We want to, we're not ending this episode yet, but we want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, we do. Enjoy um, your family. Enjoy I call it family, family day. Because mm -hmm. I know that that's the time a lot of people get to do, be with their family. So yeah, enjoy your family, guys. Stay, don't be on your phone I was just about to say time. the same thing. Like, come on. Converse post, with each other. Post your one thing, your one family pick and put your phone on mute or something. Like and, and that pick and also take a picture of your food but if it don't look good don't post it keep it in your phone but how don't about this don't post your food because <laughs> your grandma mac and cheese looks super watery damn okay 
Them green beans. She right at you. Thought they was asparagus. <laughs> Real, you, you, you didn't cut them up. They were like, what? <laughs> Yams runny, mushy, like what? Ham looking like microwave hot dogs. Like, I don't why, even know why, why I said that. Because so like, like I eat, I used to eat my hot dogs and I used to put them in the microwave. That's weird. I don't know. Some people think it's weird. I don't. don't. Be, have you seen the video? Never mind. This is getting off topic. Yep. Never mind. Don't look at the video about how they eat hot dogs. You'll probably still eat them, but. I stopped for like a year or two. I, I I eat them on off the grill. That's about it. <laughs> That's not changing how they make. <laughs> not important yet. But um, what else we got to talk about? We got some we got some some things going around going on around the town. You know. Yes, we have some music. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me hear. We you. have some music you got? from an artist. Who's the artist? <laughs> hmm. Look at her blushing. The artist's name is King Av. He's just dropped his video called Money Moves, and he also dropped the single Money Moves, and it's on all platforms, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Music, um, and the video is on YouTube. So, guys, be on the lookout to check that out. Yeah, and we're, we're going to play a little snippet of his song, uh, Money Moves, so take a listen. I hope y'all enjoyed the little snippet. So like Keita said, yes. he's on uh, Love Him Google Play, Apple Music, um, Spotify, and the video is on YouTube. Please guys, run them views up, run them streams up. This is a really, really talented artist from the town. And I'm not just saying that because he's the love of my life. Mm. I'm saying that because I'm truly, truly um, supportive and, and he, he, he's really a dope artist. If he wasn't the love of my life, I still would support him. But because he's the love of my life, I'm just going to support him a little bit more. But um, big shout out to King Av. He did this on his own. He's an independent artist. So this is all from him. He did all this hard work. So guys, if you can support, the song is on Google Play. Apple Music is 99 cent. If you can support him, the, the, um, the video is on YouTube. Run them views up. Dope video, dope concept. And I feel like you guys, this is this is a banger. This is a banger. So if you guys uh, download the song, make sure you take a picture of it and tag him in it. His Instagram is KingAv609. His uh, Facebook is Team KingAv. So if you if you listen to it, if you stream it, make sure you take a picture and tag him in it. Um, so we'll know who's all out in the town supporting. And don't, don't he'll definitely be on the podcast pretty soon, closer to when his mixtape Let's Talk More Work Volume One is dropping pretty soon. So big shout out to King Av. You are our music spotlight today. Okay, yeah. that's what we do. Music yeah. spotlight. The music spotlight. You feel me? So if you are an artist in the town and you would like us to spotlight you, please hit our DMs. Uh, I'm Nikita Monroe Thomas and my name is Queen Kita 14 on IG, aka, and then there's also Kita the Playmaker. You can slide in both of those DMs and then you can slide in Reg DM, Reg the Playmaker, or the podcast, or the Playmaker Podcast mm-hmm. IG if you are an artist. Or email us. Or you can email us as well. At the Playmaker Podcast at Gmail. Yeah. So if you're an artist, you have a, a video, song, anything, we would definitely want to spotlight you on the music spotlight. Yeah, that was just off the top of the dome, but it mm-hmm. flowed. So, you know, these these is just bars off the top. You feel me? But yeah, shout out to King Av. Super proud of you. Um, please go on YouTube, stream the video, guys. Please go on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. Buy the song, guys. 99 Cent. I'm telling you, it's a banger. Is a banger and a whip, and you could be in the gym with it. So I'm definitely going to listen to the song and give you guys an in-depth review of what I think, even though I already listened to the song probably a hundred times. <laughs> um, but I just want to give a big shout out to King Av. You are our music spotlight of today. That's not how you say it. Of today, <laughs> you're our music spotlight today. Today. So go ahead and follow him, guys, for me. Thank you. Yeah. So before we end this uh, episode. Man, that pause was so dramatic <laughs> and weird. But um, like I said last episode, I was weird. And speaking of artists, shout out to uh Eleven, aka oh, yes, John John. Yes, sir. I meant to say that at the beginning of the episode, but you know we was freestyling yeah. a little bit. So shout out to uh Eleven, aka John John, for just kicking it with us last week, um, telling us his story. He yes. was just speaking about independent artists. He's an independent artist as well. So, like Kita said, support King Gav, support Eleven, um, just support their music and give them 
they already have reasons, but give them another reason to keep pursuing what they're pursuing um, and where they want to be and just give them that motivation that they know they have followed, not followers, but support uh, mm-hmm. people listening. Correct. Um, because that's what it's about. If, if we sit... If we as creatives and entrepreneurs and whatever the case may be, we see that people really rock with us mm-hmm. in a genuine way, not the, that fake, you know, mm-hmm. in a genuine way, then that know that lets us know that we're doing something meaningful and something of substance. So, Correct. you know, yeah. just have to say that. So, yeah, make sure when you go on SoundCloud and you uh, listen to Eleven's uh, mixtape that you guys leave a comment. That is very important for an independent artist to know that he's getting feedback uh, from the music. And it's a dope uh, body of work. I really listened to it multiple times and it's really a dope body of work from the first song to the last. And you don't have to skip. It's just a whole vibe. And from our interview, if you um, guys listen to the interview and then you listen to the mixtape, you'll be able to really sync everything he said in the interview with the music. Because he's genuine in his music and he's genuine as a person. So, big shout out to Eleven and being our first music guest. You set the bar high. Um, but we're definitely looking forward to having more guests and having Eleven when his next tape mm-hmm. drops. So, last question before we wrap this episode up. <clears throat> um, how, let me see how I can phrase this. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can... What do you think about being a product of your environment mm-hmm. and or how do you feel about like I guess getting away from being a product of, of your environment if that makes any sense if you okay. need me to answer first I will so you're saying what do I feel about being a product of environment yeah. in the sense of does that take away does that hinder you or okay. does okay. that keep you stagnant you're saying how to separate that yeah, yeah yeah okay so the first question um How do I feel about being a product of my environment? That's a good question. Um, I honestly don't feel like I'm a... I feel like I'm a product of my environment because that's the environment that I grew up in and I'm raised. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like um, basketball is taking me in so many different places that I also feel like um, my journey through life has also molded me in the sense of the whole person, the whole Nikita. Yes, I have a lot of Trenton in me, but I also have a college education. I mean, I also have with the, the values that my mother instilled in me, my mm-hmm. father, my my aunt Deb, and my aunts, and my my uh, all my immediate family. So I have, a, it's like a melting pot of things. So it's not necessarily just um, where I grew up and where I was raised. It was also all the people that was around me. And it necessarily doesn't have to be family. You got to think, Growing up, you have people, your next door neighbor could discipline you, or your next, you would never disrespect your next door neighbor, or you never disrespect elders. So, all those people have uh, um, something to do with it. Being a product of my environment, I'm proud of it. I rep Trenton and will continue to rep Trenton for the rest of my life. Um, but I do think it becomes a crutch when you base your um, the, the, tri- the trial and tribulations that happen. Oh, it's because I'm. I'm here is, but no, it's the decision that you made as a person. So I think, um, product of my environment, I think it becomes a bad, uh, stigma when it is used as an excuse in my opinion. Like, oh, if I wasn't around this stuff, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, you probably wouldn't, but you also have to hold yourself accountable as well. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like this place is so detrimental to you and it's so detrimental to your future and whatever you have planned, then you have to take that step to get out. And But at the end of the day, I can leave Trenton today or tomorrow, but any platform I ever get on would know that this was where I was born and raised and this is what raised me, what grew me to the woman I am today. So being a product of my environment, I embrace it, but I don't use it as a crutch, nor do I use it as an excuse because I feel like I can go into any room and handle myself professionally, um, just as a just as a businesswoman, I feel like I could just handle myself. So I don't feel like necessarily being from Trenton um, has no hold, has no no bad connotation on me because I know what the city and the town has done for me. I just feel like it raised me up. I haven't had any bad. I had some people taken from me in the city. You know, that's just some sometimes in um, these type of neighborhoods and this type of area, gun violence is at all time high. So. In that sense, yes, I do feel like the product of, the, of your environment can hinder something, especially if you lost loved ones in the city. But I feel like you have to just wrap it and just hold it and just accept it. Like, I'm from Trenton. I'm proud of it. And I want to do, what can I do to change the narrative of it? That's what would be my opinion of it. 
That's a great answer, Keita. Um, And I ask this because I guess so many people feel like they're stuck in an environment, no matter where it is, whether it's, whether it's Trenton or wherever they're from. They, they think they're stuck. And as a kid, you you kind of are stuck of being in that environment where you can't change, you can't yeah. go where you want to go, live where you want to live. You're yeah. kind of in your parents or whoever raised you, you're under their wing. So if Correct. they don't move, you can't go anywhere. That's true. And um, so I feel like in that sense, as a kid, you you you're you can't do what you want to do. And, and let's be honest, you probably don't know what you need to do or want to do at that point yet. But um, as an adult, you have th- you have that freedom. You have that that say so of, oh, if you don't like it where you are, move to that next spot. And, mm-hmm. and you, you become a product of wherever you move to. Correct. If you move to, let's say, Georgia or down south somewhere, Correct. and you're from the northeast, yeah, you're from the northeast and you still can be a product of that environment, but you also just moved to the south. So now you're becoming, you're adapting to what how mm-hmm. they uh, act. Um, you're, ado- you're adopting their cultural whatever mm-hmm. you get what i'm trying to say yeah, so i understand what you're saying i just i just i don't know why i asked that question but i just i don't know it just came up in my mind but that's a good question to ask because i think the youth i feel like they're in like a tug of war with it like oh i don't want people to think i'm i'm, I'm i guess you could say selling out i think people i think people fail to realize that your growth and your journey has nothing to do with your surroundings you could grow in your surroundings or you could grow outside of your surroundings but at the end of the day, it's your journey, it's your growth. So don't necessarily put it on where you are, where you are in life right now. Well, I'm in Trenton right now. If I don't blow here, I'm not gonna blow anywhere. What if what if you want, what if you're supposed to blow in Atlanta? What if you're supposed to blow in Florida? What if you got all you can get out of here and your time is up and you need to spread your wings and go elsewhere? That doesn't mean you're turning your back on your city. That's just meaning you're just doing what's best for you and your journey. That you have right now, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we I've been living in Trenton all my life. I love Trenton, but at the end of the day, I feel like at some point I'm gonna have to go and just see what the what the, what the world is about instead of just my small city. But that doesn't take away the fact that I'm always rep Trenton to the day I die. But it's also put it in the realm of you have to just spread your wings and grow, and maybe you did all the growing you can do. Right, and you you can be products of multiple environments. Correct. Like you can't. You're not just stuck in where you're from, and that's who I have to be. That's who I have to act like. I have to follow what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do that, but you also can move and do what's best for you. Like you said, you got to branch off. You got to make your own decisions mm-hmm. for your life. Cause like, yeah, people out here, and some people do good, some people do bad. But you, you're your own person. You do what you feel is right for you. And we, we all know like finances and, and financial stability is key in that. If you can't move because you're, you are you don't have the funds yet, work your way to getting the mm-hmm. amount of money you need to move away and, and start something different and new. Sometimes you need new beginnings to find your purpose, find what you are passionate about. And Correct. It's just, I just thought I should ask that question. That's a good question. I, and if you guys have an opinion on that, we would love to hear about hear what you guys think about that. Yeah, and I'll post it on, you know, the grand. Yeah. Everything on the grand. That was a dope question because Appreciate it. it really gets you thinking. Yeah, I like it. Thought-provoking. Yeah. Thought-provoking. Some of your words out Before here. we end so, off, because this episode, we're going to end it. Um, what did you think of, did you hear T.O.'s comments about Stephen A.? And if you did, do you want to? Oh, about, about Max being more <laughs> black than him? That's tough. It's... It's an insult, definitely, to oh, yeah. Stephen A. And I, I don't, I, I don't fault insult. him for being mad about it, and mm-hmm. he's pretty, pretty pissed off. But um, he T.O. shouldn't have said that because like no, no black man or man of color wants to hear someone of that same ethnicity, mm, that same color. Sorry, mm-hmm. I tried, but it, it wasn't working. <laughs> um, say mm-hmm. a, a a white man is more black than you are, like correct. That that's like fighting words, kind of. And um, T.O. he could have said it in a better way. Like, yes, Max was on Kaepernick's side. I didn't hear the whole interview, so I don't know. He was he was he was on Kaepernick's side, and and more so on T.O.'s side as well. Um, it just caught me off guard because 
it, it opens the door of the question of what defines someone being black besides their skin color. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, oh, just because we disagree on something, now it doesn't make me black. Or just because I want to hold somebody accountable for their actions in a certain way, now I'm not mm-hmm. black. Like, it just, it just, it's a domino effect of something that can get real sticky. And T.O. is the type of person that knows the media. Like, he's been a pawn at one point. Like, mm-hmm. they've been to do, to like destroy him at one point. So he knows that, you know, like, I was reading the comments from the video and a lot of people was like, T.O. just said the truth. What was the truth? Because now you're taking away the fact of the, the whole debate when you when you do low blows. Because yeah. I feel like that was a low blow. It was unnecessary. Now, was T.O. and Max point correct? That's for you to decide. You know what I'm saying? If the whole situation with Kaepernick was that the NBA, sorry, the NFL tried to slide a document in, sign it all quick, he didn't have enough time to look over it. That's that's grimy. That's dirty. We understand that. But if it was just like, I just didn't feel comfortable. Da da da. Like it's 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 really your opinion of the situation. And I feel like people can't take away the fact that if they dislike Colin Kaepernick, then then their opinion is going to be that's what I just dislike him. You're not going to hear the facts of the story. You're not going to hear the the both sides of the story. You know what I'm saying? So and then Colin Kaepernick doesn't. I don't think he does himself a lot of justice because he doesn't talk a lot. So he has many different people speaking for him. His girlfriend, Tio, the Eric Rees, all them. They're all speaking on his behalf and we never know what is he really thinking. Besides that, yes, it's been an injustice in our country with police brutality. Yes, we understand that. It's horrible. You took a stand. We support you. But why? Are, what, what are we... Like, come on. Like, tell us. Lead us to the... Like, we want to support you, but... Like, I feel like it's like tug of war. Like, we supporting you, but what do you want us to do next? Like, it's like kind of we're supporting you, but we're on our own at the same time. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, it's unnecessary. Two educated black men on that platform. There's no need for a low blow pertaining to who's black, who's blacker. T.O. basically was trying to call him an Uncle Tom. And you guys can look that term up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like. Both of you guys have your points. It never had to get personal. Mm-hmm. Like, like I did agree with Stephen A. There's no need for me to get personal, cause yes, a lot of the things you have done, Tio, are Googleable. People can Google it. It's not. <laughs> it can get real. It can go back and forth, and it can get bad. So I didn't. I didn't like that. I thought the conversation of both of the arguments were going at a pace where you was able to understand where Tio was coming from. I still kind of didn't understand where. Stephen A was coming from, but that's just more research I'll have to do to, to look at the, the um, interviews and stuff to really understand. Mm-hmm. But the the question of a, a black man's uh, blackness, you as you would say, is just a low blow. Even if that's how you truly feel, that's not the platform for it. And I feel like this is where it becomes like, Colin, you see what's going on? Two black brothers are arguing on your behalf and we would like you to speak up and say something. So we can just get a clear understanding and we can just go our separate ways. If you're going to agree with Steven, you're going to agree with T.O. Or how about we have the person that they're arguing about say something. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Tough situation. Yeah. No black man wants to hear another black man question his blackness. Yeah. And say another, a white man is more black than a black man. But Correct. we'll leave it at that. Um, before we let y'all go, make sure y'all visit our website www.theplaymakerpodcast.com you know how that go uh, follow us on all our social media sites facebook playmaker the playmaker podcast twitter the playmaker pod instagram no not really but it's there um <laughs> um instagram the playmaker podcast mm-hmm. youtube make sure y'all go subscribe watch our videos yeah guys um, run sure the numbers up run the numbers up Run them numbers up because we're going to have a giveaway pretty soon. But we need them numbers to go up as soon as possible so we could show you guys how much we appreciate your support. But we need your support to show you. Yes, and uh, <laughs> it is wintertime. Um, so hood- hoodies will be out in the near future. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out um, um, like a design, like a dope yeah, design yep. that you guys that you guys could wear regular and then also support us too. Like somebody be like, oh, that's a dope hoodie. Oh, it's a Playmaker Podcast. Boom. Y'all could show love to us. And Yep. So if you got any ideas, you know, send them our way. We'll mm-hmm. greatly appreciate mm-hmm. it. 
So guys, you want to give your socials or are you good? Like, you um, good? y'all know Queen Kita mm-hmm. fourteen, and then Kita the Playmaker, uh, Kita underscore the Playmaker, and then uh, Facebook Nikita Monroe Thomas. Um, yeah, just show love, guys. We run them numbers run up. Run them numbers up. <laughs> so I mean, guys, you, would y'all like bad. that on the shirt? Run them numbers up. Mm. Yeah, let me know. There it is, <laughs> with the little logo on the side. Um, <laughs> this is episode thirty-four. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. To all our new listeners, I hope you enjoy. I hope you subscribe. Um, and I hope you be back next week. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. I'm your host, Nikita Murrow Thomas. Until next week. Peace, family. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Period. <laughs> <laughs>